that is the Gold Cup hero. Two of the most admirable chasers you could possibly wish to see. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Race Hour podcast brought to you with our friends at bookmakers.com, of course, and the tuck.co.uk all the way through the national hunt season. Now look, we've got through Cheltenham, we've got through Fairy House as well, uh, which means only one thing. Aintree is up next and it starts on Thursday. Joining me, unfortunately, no Dermot Nolan this week as he is waiting the impending arrival of a mini Dermo. Uh, best of luck to them. Hopefully it all happens probably on Grand National Day just to really scupper his uh, weekend, but bring him joy in another way. Fingers crossed. I'm joined by Gary Connolly. Gary, how are you? All good, lads. All good. Um, yeah, looking forward to the National. I was one of the best races of the year, so um, good week. Good week for yeah, the, the three days set a very... It's almost like, you know, if, though that grass at Aintree almost looks like the Masters could be played on it, which is what <laughs> I always love about Aintree. And uh, we've had the Masters, of course, as well. Oh, jeez, don't mention the Masters. I've done my absolute Diff- bollocks on Rory there. Yeah. God. Yeah, oh, God, you're not on your own there. You're not on your own. Um, yeah, don't think we'll see him for a little while. He was pulling out of all sorts of things at the minute. Uh, maybe just mic himself up while he's making breakfast for the next time. Um, uh, Jamie Benson, you did just hear him there. It's here from the tote. Jamie, how are you? Sorry, I, I, I couldn't I couldn't help interjecting. I've, I've been a bucket of misery this weekend uh, with the Masters on. It's one of my favourite weekends of the year. But I'd, <laughs> I'd just been... It's all over very quickly. Yeah, I've been building such position on Rory for so long. And then, oh, jeez. Anyway, on to Aintree. Got bucket loads of winners. Going to find the... I've got the exactor in the national. We're wearing gone, lads. <laughs> I love it. That's exactly what we're here for. Tell me what's going on with the tote this, um, well, the, over the three days, of course, the fantasy will be on, uh, yep. no doubt, and people getting more and more involved in that after Cheltenham and Fairy House. So we're looking forward to that. I'll be playing a few stables, Jamie, so having a go at that for sure. And I think we're doing 500k guarantees in the play spots every day. Yeah, absolutely. So um, 500k minimum in the play spots. Uh, it was a million at Cheltenham, so 500k, but I'd say we'd exceed 500k. Um, I will. So um, yeah, no, the, the decent pot to shoot at there, and um, yeah, if, as as mentioned previously on the pod, uh, if you like me, are maybe a bit more prone to going out in the early stages of the place pot. We've got the fantasy pools. I suspect we'll probably see the fan- biggest fantasy pools we've we've ever had, bigger than Cheltenham, because um, the game's sort of more people playing it, more people um, betting into it week week to week and day to day. So uh, we should hopefully see some some big pots there, and it's a nice way to get the favourites sort of. Uh, some of the shorter price fouls on side if you're if you're not quite willing to back them at sort of fours and under at least you can have them in your fancy team and stable style them for double points and all that kind of stuff um yep and then and then also it's the, it's the tournaments as well the final three days of the betting tournaments uh thursday friday Pete and benson saturday. is back love it p benson is back and b benson's feeling very fucking beatable right now like <laughs> i had an awful awful easter weekend i'm depleted and battered uh, i don't think it's going to take much to beat me but um yeah there's there's uh it's your also your last chance to qualify for the tournament of champions where there's 25 grand up for grabs at sandown for the finale so all you need to do is just um go to the tote website opt in uh do your normal tote betting um if you finish in the top 10 of your gross pnl you qualify for that day um, and of course, if you beat me, you share that you share the beat Benson pot, which could be a dividend of anywhere between sort of 20, 20 pounds. And I think we had a couple of hundred not too long ago. So yeah, yep. worth getting involved. Plenty going on with the tote as always. Um, but there was one thing I took, I, I, 
I was uh, to recommend definitely get involved with the fantasy. Yes, indeed. I will be doing that. And uh, I, I do love the state. I'm still yet to win, though. And I promised everybody I would win one um, before <laughs> we get to the season. Now, I haven't been playing every day. I play on the big days. So that's probably when it says hardest. I must go and have a go at like a, yeah. you know, a Plumpton. Yeah, I've, I've, had, I've had three three stables at Exeter today. It's by far and away a, a better chance of, of getting them in. And it's still a decent pot. You know, it's still over 500 yeah. quid to the winner. So runs every day. But that is enough about that. I'm sorry. I've bored you for too long. <laughs> no, nope. I'll, I'll, I'll be doing it, Jamie. But yeah, you know, <laughs> if I don't win this year, I'm not sure I can come back next year and keep telling people I'm going to. So I'm going to really try <laughs> over the over the three days of entry. And you know, the total is the place to go for entry because I believe I believe every single runner in the Grand National last year paid more on the tote than it did with the bookmakers spot on spot on. are you looking for a job as the tote pr rep because you're doing a much better job than i am if you ever take time off <laughs> just uh just give me a yeah you're, no you're spot on 40 out of 40 runners paid better with the tote last year you know trifecta tends to outpay the tricast if you get the trifecta up um yeah and uh yeah you just you just because it's it's a fixed takeout you know if you're taking out the same amount uh, of a pool with 40 runners as you are with three in a you know a three runner novice hurdle so on, on a percentage per horse you know you're just always going to be so much better off in the big field so yeah a, a big race like this always pump with the tote especially near the right. off when the bookies squeeze the sp Absolutely. And that's, that's always happens every year. Gary know all about that, but like what's going to go on here is that, um, you know, these are the races to, to absolutely uh, bludgeon the tote for the value. That's why I do it on the big fields, big days. And that's what it's about. Okay. Why don't we get stuck in Thursday is day one of Aintree. Of course, first race that we're going to look at is the 145 on the Thursday. That's the manifesto novice chase. There is no John Bon Jovi here, Gary. Do we think Bambridge will be the uh, benefactor of sidestepping some other battles not seen since uh, the DRF and uh, went behind El Fabiola and coming and picking up stage star, of course, one at Cheltenham. Yeah, like small but select field. It looks to be a cracking race on paper with the, the three at the top of the market. I'd probably just favour Bambridge. Um, I think the other two had really hard races at, at the festival there. Bambridge coming in there a bit fresher. Um, caught the eye. Also caught everyone's eye probably at the DRF. With a finishing oh, yeah. effort there behind uh, El Fabiolo stepping up and trip here looks tailor made for him. And Joseph's record round at this meeting is really, really good uh, when he brings a novice chaser over here. So um, he'll do for me. Yeah. Yeah, he's savvy enough, isn't he, to, to miss the big days? Although um, I think, you know, ground probably would have been largely against Banbridge at Cheltenham. I've always said he's a three mile six horse. Jamie, how wrong was I? Uh, will you go and win this over two mile four? <laughs> I probably would like him to, yeah. Um, I get the ground concerns because it's good soft now and there's a bit of rain knocking about. So um, Plenty coming, apparently. Plenty. Yeah, yeah. And definitely as, as the, the week goes on, you know, you can probably see some softer ground towards the end of the week. Um, I think if they run him, then you'd hope he'll handle it. Um, and I, I think he's better than these. I mean, he was second in the in the best novice chase uh, run this year by distance. Probably one of the best yep. novice chases um, run for a long time in the in in what I'm now calling the Arkle um, before yeah, Sam was yeah before before Sam Roy then went on to the the English Arkle uh, Brambridge missing those hard battles like you say. I, I think he I think he is the right favourite, and I think he probably goes and wins. Yep, 
I'd be on that page as well. I'd have Banbridge over Stage Star, Santwa, and a straw fan, Jack and Visionarian. They're the, they're the select five, as Gary says, that go forward for that manifesto. Okay, the 220 at Aintree is the uh, juvenile hurdle there. Uh, Zenta looks like it's going to be sent off market leader for Willie Mullen. Should it pitch up? If it doesn't pitch up, I assume it will. But if it doesn't, this is a very open field. Like to Bo Zenith, Nusret, uh, Greyvale scriptwriter is back from all Perseus Way, uh, also back from all. And a few others that we know a little bit or less about. Uh, Gary, I know you've been uh, talking about Bo Zenith with us a few times. Finally come good, didn't he? Yeah, like I have uh, enough beating Andy Post, Chet and Dockets for Bo Zenith. It'll keep me warm sure. this winter anyway. Um, yeah. But yeah, like the approach uh, blew out first time, uh, but there was a cloud under the stable. I, I'd forgive him that. He's been okay the next two. He's just improving and improving. Real grinder of a horse. Um, I have to keep the faith. I've been digging him up all season, so I'll keep the faith here. Um, it seems a fair enough price, even if Zenta rocks up, I'd still um, fancy him to be horse. So, yep, all in, Bo Zenith. Fair enough, all in, Bo Zenith. I, I, I kind, I'm kind of with you. What, Jamie, what do you think? Well, I've been uh, very vocal on here about my love of Nuzra all, all season, and I'm actually the softest I've been on him all year now. Um, I, I can't desert him at this point. I think it, as to the third, third market, I, I really... I, would have to side with him. Um, he obviously won last time out beating Perseus Way, who Gary Moore would, would imagine would be a lesser light than Bo Zenith. So I think he, uh, it's a trappy old race. It's a trappy old race. I do like the angle of both Bo Zenith and Nazareth having missed Cheltenham. You know, that, yep. that looked like a, a, a tough old... Um, tri- it's always a tough old triumph. I mean, they actually did go a bit of a cruel to a certain extent. But um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to side with Nazareth, but... I wouldn't put anyone off whatever their fancy is, um, as long as it's as long as it's Nazareth. I'm gonna, uh, yeah, I was gonna say I'm gonna test you here, Jamie, because I'm gonna, probably gonna give scriptwriter another go. Jeez, put me off really? that if you want. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Knew, no. you would. Knew you would. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Why not? Why not? I think it's a fair price anyway. Uh, yeah. As we currently, I mean, it was, it was too bad to be true last time, wasn't it? So, yeah, yeah. I'm forgetting that run. I'm ignoring that it ever happened. I'm just gonna move past it and assume they're going back. Harry Cobden will take over from Paddy Brennan uh, for Milton Harris. And this is an open enough race. I, I'm not going to trust that triumph form too much. So I do think the ones that skipped it are the way to go. And uh, we've, we've flagged up three of them, Nazareth, Bo Zenith and Scriptwright. And none of them were there. And they're all coming to win the Juvenile at Aintree. That's going to be a fascinating race. 2.55 now we're talking because this is the Aintree Bowl. Um, very likely, Brave Man's Game, Shishkin, Aplutar, Conflated Ahoy, Senor and Galo, Galo, as is known, um, are all going to line up here. This is a small field, Jamie, but it is class now. How how can anything beat Shishkin if he gets three mile one furlong? That's the question. I mean, one, if Brave Man's Game hadn't had such a hectic race at Cheltenham. So hard. I mean, yeah. it's brutal. I would I would be massively on him versus Shishkin. Um, yep. But it's Shishkin just, had a hard race too, yeah, though, and for his own making, exactly. Really. And I just can't have him at this point. Um, okay. Aplutar, form of PP, admittedly, he ran a lot better for a long way last time in the Gold Cup. But again, you know, off a of P. I, I'm obviously going to side with the Hoys and Yule because you know he won yeah, this he race is. last year. He yeah. is um, sorry, not this race. He won the um, Novice Chase, didn't he? Um, last year, and then yep. uh, over the same course and distance. So. Um, and 
he again ran a very big race at Cheltenham until falling late when it was a tired fall, admittedly. So he'd have to get over that. But you know, the yard love him, and they wouldn't they wouldn't send him here if he wasn't right. And don't forget, also this year there is a lot longer to get over your Cheltenham exertions. So um, yeah. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the Hoy Senor, um who is the outsider of obviously those at the front of the market. And um, I, w- I would also put in a small word for Galore at a, a million to one, and rightly so. He's got like two stone to find. But yep. this is very much the trip that he wants. Uh, he was a staying on fifth in the Ryanair when he didn't really jump very well for most of it. I think they'll go half a, half a stride slower here, which will really suit him. Um, and I can see him just running a massive race. I'm not saying I'm not really sure how to financially reward that. Maybe pick the two you like, and then have him to come third in trifecta. But um, yeah, It'll be a bit of betting without the front two, probably. I'd say maybe yeah. a few options like that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, don't sleep on Galore's chances. Okay. Okay, Ahoy Senor. I, I could have guessed that. I could have guessed yeah. you were going to go that way. And, and why not? After flagging him up at a big price earlier on the year, uh, when he, of course, uh, made us all look like clowns. Me and Demo, anyway. Um, Gary, talk to me about this race. It's a belter. Absolute, absolute cracking race. Um, again, you probably give them all a chance. I went back and had a quick look at the Gold Cup there um, earlier on today. Um, Ahoy Senor, I, think, I thought he was going okay when he came down. Um, yep. he, he certainly wasn't beat. And um, conflated, I, I thought he was a bit unlucky now. I think Sam Ewan probably wet the bed a bit. If he was a bit more... It's understandable. He could have just drove into a gap there coming around the home bend. and um, don't know if he would have won or something, but he would have been a lot closer to Brave Man's game. Um, mm. So probably go with him at the prices. Lots, lots of five to one about on him, but couldn't, couldn't put anyone off anything in this race. Just like, I don't know why Siskin's favourite because um, it's gonna win, Gary. Uh, it's just him. It's just for him in there. Like I don't know. I don't know. Um, won't be for me at that sort of price. And um, yeah, conflated. But I can happily sit sit this race out and just enjoy the spectacle. To be honest, it's gonna be something. It is gonna be something. I, I tell you, if Brayband's game can win this after doing what he did in the Gold Cup and going toe to toe with Galloping Deschamps and having to run the race that he had to run uh, there to get as close as he did, albeit. Uh, properly beaten by a better horse in the end that would be some performance I know he's eight I know he's a bit of a monster but I do think if Shishkin gets three mile one furlong and behaves himself uh, they won't see which way it went so I'd be I'd be I'd be happy enough to take the threes and I probably will take it so yeah best of luck some race um the entry hurdle comes up at 3 30 on the Thursday uh, this will be quick what finishes second to Constitution Hill Gary Oh, probably Sarge, yeah. I was going to pick one. Um, he'd, okay. he'd just be ridden. He'd be ridden to pick up the pieces, I'd say. Um, they all will be, though, won't they? Like, no one's going to be ridden to do anything other than... <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's, um, yeah it's, it's definitely a no-bet race, even even without, like, you can give them all the chance to come second to them. And yeah. um, if it was forced to have a bet, I'd yeah, be Sarge. Okay. Will it be Constitution's Hill's last run over hurdles for you, you think? Yeah, 100%. That's great news, isn't it? Jamie, that is great news. We want to see him jump a fence. Yeah, yeah, especially as I uh, woke up on the on the Wednesday morning of Cheltenham with an incredibly sore head and a, and a massive ticket that I don't remember placing on uh, Constitution Hill to win the Arkle. So <laughs> what? that would be, that would be nice. lovely. Uh, no, not, not anything mad. It was at 7-2, but... Um, I, I still just well, won't be seven to two. That's fair. I don't remember the conversation that led to me placing that bet, but anyway, 
So I, <laughs> I hope Gary's right. I hope, I hope we see him over a fence. And I, th- I think we will. I think we will. Someone teased you with, there's no way that thing's going to jump a fence. You, oh, no, we'll, I re- we'll, genuinely, we'll. I reckon that's probably what happened. You're right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the contra- contrarian little fucker that I am. Like, just like, no, no, no. I do that too. Yeah. And only while you're, you're having that argument, you have to pull the, the phone out and get on there and then just to prove that you mean it. And yeah. Yeah. And you, you know, what happens then with Marine National? Does that jump a fence? Oh, jeez. Well, I'd, I'd be with Marine National wherever he went as well next year. I'm a massive, Against massive Constitution ball. Hill and Arkell. No, no, no. no. But I, you suspect that they'll just... that. I, although he cro- hadn't even crossed the line in the Supreme and Barry Connell was already saying he's going to go to the Arkell. Um, because he felt the same way as whoever was teasing you, like yeah. Constitution Hill's just going to go and win a champion hurdle over and over again. Would there be yeah, just yeah. a chance that they'd pitch Constitution into a champion chase? Yeah, um, every every chance, no, every chance. No point in winning an Arkell with a horse like that, I don't think. It's not just, um, the only thing that's against that, Gary, is that if he was, say, seven now, I'd, I'd say that's more likely. He's only six, so... It'll only be seven going into an arc, or he can still go. Yeah, he can go wherever they want after that. I think the age is very much on his side. If this was Willie Mullins now, this would still be in bumpers. <laughs> Actually, he probably wouldn't even run yet. They'd be waiting for a bumper season at seven. I'll tell you what, um, if Constitution Hill goes on threes on for a champion chase, I will be physically sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be tough on you. Yeah. All right, <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Jamie, yeah. you didn't tell me what would finish second. Uh, Epiton for me, but similar boat to Gary on lack of confidence in it. I, you can make a case for any of those to follow him home, but probably a small signing with Epiton. Um, she pissed up in this in, in Hat Canter last year. Um, yep. And yeah, go on. Why not? But let's. Uh, One of those races, punching. though, you know, for that place spot guarantee, don't bother trying to get it beat. Just, yeah. just put it in, move on. Pretty much. Um, everyone, everyone will be fine. <laughs> Although anyone who does do it and something happens, then you're onto a big pot. All right. Um, anything else from uh, from day one at Aintree that we haven't covered um, that anyone wants to flag up? I appreciate you may not have anything just yet. We do have a, a bumper on the card. We also have a decent handicap chase at 440 there, which um, I was going to flag up the last day. I know he's 11 years old, um, but... But I still, I still think they'll get something out of Adam Wedges back on board that one. Uh, that's at four forty. Anyone else? One I'd probably put up would be dancing on my own in the same race. Yeah, four forty. Yep. Yeah, um, yeah. Not really. <laughs> I can't give you anything from the form, but Granny, I just told he is really fancied uh, by oh, connections. So I like that. Um, worth it. Worth a small few bob. Um, might be a bit of a prize. It's an open enough race. Yep, um, they're kind of the the bones of of double figures. The field there. I think the favourite at the moment is Lucinda Russell's Douglas Talking, who's going for a hat trick here. Uh, Jamie, anything from the from day one that we didn't cover? The biggies. Uh, I also had dancing on my own on my list, uh, so I'm over the moon to hear that connections fancy him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was a self search on them, so I'm not quite sure what the problem was there, but um, yeah, love that. Um, and then in the Fox Hunters, it, it's a bit early to properly get stuck in, but. Two against the field, I quite liked. Where I'm going to mispronounce this, but Fear Jaguan. Um, oh my god! For Bradley Kibbs, the same connections that won the Fox Hunters at, at Cheltenham. Um, this looks like a, a better horse than than the winner of the Fox Hunters at Cheltenham. He's a younger yep. horse. Uh, he's been winning on good ground over three miles in 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 uh, Open Points Point Company at long odds on. Uh, I'd say the two mile five trip will suit him better than than the the test at. Cheltenham says so probably why they've gone here um, instead of there, and I just think he's he's around the eight to one mark at the moment. I think he's a he's going to be bang there. Um, and the other one in that at a massive price and taking a bit of a flyer here is Dio 
Vivant uh for the french listeners um i see it yeah <laughs> who's uh yeah trained by uh oliver green uh he's for 40 50 to one right and rightly so based on form he's got about 15 pounds to find however i think uh dropping back in trip will suit and he's got on your o'connor booked who would be one of the better amateurs yeah. going here so those would be yeah. my my two but dancing on my own i'm just about to pop down to the the uh the bank and remortgage the house nice i like that like that a lot. Okay, so the Gibbs horse there, that's Fear Jaguan. <laughs> I don't know what that is, to say that. And uh, Dia Vivant uh, for Onya Connor and the Green or Guerrero partnership in the Fox Hunters. Okay, uh, fair enough. Uh, I put something up against you two in that, so now I'll just back both and I'll be fine. Okay, we'll move on to um, we'll move on to Saturday. Uh, first race we were going to cover there is um, well, I assume we're going to see a, 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 a Rob call runner, but would it be Jerry Colom or Jenny with me or both in the, uh, the Marmay novices chase, Jamie um, Jerry Colom on a recovery mission. Yeah. I mean, I'd be, I'd be keen enough to be against him here. Um, mm. He looked just a proper old fashioned boat. Didn't he? Like yeah. I, I could be, I, I could be proved emphatically wrong almost immediately and suspect I will. It's very much the pattern of my life. But, this um, was one of the races. Sorry to cut you off, but this yeah, is yeah. one of the races that Chatham I thought was affected by the new whip rules. I did. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't think I'll ever get over Davy on Pied Piper forgetting he had two arms. Another one. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, you are probably right. And you know, a few years ago he might go up to win. But um, I mean, for me, over the the slightly easier staying trip, I. I willing to give Braun another chance who ran Fair so well for such a long way before just being found out close home. He was only beaten four and a quarter lengths, but he would have traveled the winner at some, at, at many stages throughout that race. So Braun would yep. be a tensive selection for me, but I'd be happy to talk, to be talked into something else. I'm just keen enough to take on Jerry Colomb. Fair enough. Gary, talk us into something else. Um, yeah, tough race. No, I, I, I'd be against Jerry Colomb as well. Just this, there's a speed track now. I don't think that'll sue him. Um, mm. I can't see him running both of them, to be honest. Um, no. It'd be one or the other. They're both very similar, I'd say. Um, both slow. I don't think this will play to either of their strengths. Um, one, probably, I'd take a chance on as complete unknown. Uh, like them last time at Kempton. One very handy. And um, time before that, Warwick, probably the heavy ground, caught him out. Um, but, yeah, at a bit of a price, so just with... No confidence at the top of the market. I think he might he might go well. Yeah, I would definitely be taken on the top of the market here. Um, maybe Galia Leto, who I know they think a lot of, but seems to run one good race and one terrible race in a row. Um, I don't think it ran that well at Cheltenham, so maybe it'll bounce back here. And and Thunder Rock, I think there's a bit more to come from Molly Murphy's horse if they do uh, intend to line up here. We'll see. It does look like they will. Um, can't imagine both Rob Core runners will go. But a fascinating race all the same. That's the 145. That's the Mile Main Novices Chase, the great one, 145. So 220. Um, we've got a handicap hurdle here. Um, talk me out of getting my money back on Campron, please, Gary. <laughs> you and me both. You and me both. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, tough race now. He probably he probably should have won. He should have won at the fest or just... Uh, That's not a probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, probably head ruling heart. I'd probably... Go against them here. It was a tough enough race, and uh, he was he was left in front a long way out, and I think that may leave a mark. Um, I thought imagine Nanari in the in the Martin Pipe, um, still unexposed. I think 
he he'd be just for me, but no 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 real confidence behind him. Fair enough. Um, Jamie, you want to talk me out of Compront? I do have a, a second choice in the race, which I will be backing. Yeah, so I mean, if you like Campron, then I mean, hopefully you probably like one of my bets today, which is Captain Combi. Um, mm. He, you know, he was six in that race. Race he was beaten eleven lengths versus just the half length that Campron was beaten. But Campron's up five for it, whereas uh, Captain Combi's down one, so he's six pounds better off at the weights. He travelled beautifully throughout that before just being found out close home. You know, he's mm. down. He's down a furlong this time, and over a, a, a speedier track. I think it looks absolutely spot on for him, and I can see him going really close. Yep. Fair shout that indeed. Um, one I did think that still probably has a little bit up its sleeve is Picker, um, Harry Skelton and Dan Skelton. And uh, that's definitely on my list. Although you know, I'm kind of tied to the Campron train. And uh, yeah, another Hobbs and Johnson White as it is now. Um, trip to the poorhouse probably for me. I, I, you know, He's still there, what, nearly double figures. I'd be keen. But your Captain Combi shout makes a lot of sense indeed. Uh, tricky race and uh, one that everyone will be... Uh, working out heavily um okay let's move on to 255 then on um the friday and that's the top novices head of the grade one there you wear it well of course a festival winner for jamie snowden um that one's going to head the market but probably only i'm not sure it will be favorite come the day we found a 50 in the pocket uh lucia uh in the in the mix there nikki henderson says lucia is back gary if lucia is back that's a big price yeah, she was just very disappointing, wasn't she, at the festival? Like, it says now that they had a bad prep. Saying say it after the race is all well and good. Like, I know. Yeah, uh, he was know. banging the drum that she'd be winning the Supreme and all prior to the festival. So, um, yeah, I'd be taking that with a pinch of salt. Um, okay. For me, I'd probably be going in the pocket. Now, he's, he's probably going to be better off a further, but. This is nowhere near as classy a race as the Supreme, where he ran really well, I thought. And um, he probably should be favoured on his own in this. And he's definitely one to keep on side moving forward, especially up in trip. But the two mile here, he should just about get away with him. And he's the one you have to beat. Okay. In the pocket, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Uh, Jamie, what do you make of it? Yeah, I love in the pocket as well. But he, he really should be running over two and a half. I think that. They got found out in the in Supreme realistically. He ran a big race, all things considered, and even even at this trip, I think Gary's right. Like he he, he still is the benchmark. Um, but I would I would yeah, you think it's the time to find out whether or not he does stay a bit further, and you think he does, and uh, he just have a much better chance in, t- in the two and a half. Um, and, and he could go there on Saturday. Could go yeah, in the two and exactly a half on so. Saturday. We're not we're not totally confirmed. Yeah, so I might have a a small anti-post double on, on him in, in the two and a half on Saturday and then uh, found a 50 here. Um, okay. He was beaten last time out by Corbett's Cross, um, who then admittedly didn't quite back that form up in the Albert Bartlett, but that, he does still look an absolute rocket. Um, and that form actually was all right. He had a decent enough horse of Martin Brazzles in behind and Lily de Burley, who's mm. you know, a listed bumper winner. And then before that, he absolutely dispatched Parmenion, who... Then came out and was third at Fairy House at the weekend behind Nick Rocket, admittedly beaten a bit. Well, I think, I think that that's all really, really smart form all over two miles. Um, he was a point winner, so he'll stay further. But um, I think, I think he again also coming fresh here, uh, not fresh here, having not had a race at Cheltenham. Um, you know, he that race was at Nace, so he's still you know got to turn it around a little bit. But um, yeah, I, I, I think Final Fifty is probably my pick here. Okay. 
found a 50 and in the pocket get nods uh, in the pocket could also go obviously go elsewhere and um, i'm just gonna believe nikki i tend to and uh yeah i'm gonna believe nikki and i think lucia will bounce back and will be a backable price um okay um now we've been talking about joseph o'brien already and uh he's got a few good chances of course in the week at aintree probably none better than fakir didaris gary but it will have to take on pictori uh hitman uh, fugitives in there a decent field looks like we're going to get nine runners uh for the marsh chase yeah i think he's he's just regressive now at this stage Fakir. yeah um, yeah he's not the horse he was he he does love around here but it's hard to see him turn around that form with pick dory and um, when they're behind shishkin and um, pick dory comes he's the one they ought to be he's coming into the race fresh get still sidestep the festival for this um, looks a much improved operator this season now. I tied beat Shishkin um, against your ah, judgment well. there, so um, we'll give him a chance. Yeah, he's the rifle favourite. It'd be hard to beat. Um, I'd probably give Magic Days a chance now. Um, she was impressed by that um, run at Nice, and yeah, we all saw what happened at the festival there, but she, there's a bit of 20 to 1 in the spot. She could just get a free one in, in front and um, solid jumper and she gets into a nice rhythm. She could she could make them go. Yep, definitely be the pace angle should she line up for Henry de Bromhead. That's magic days. Um, J- Jamie, are you going to, you know, stick with the baby joseph i i was actually with magic days as well um i just okay i'm, I'm soft enough on the front of this market i can't escape the fact in my head that i think pictori is at best a 160 horse um which could be, which could by the way be worth plenty enough to win this but um yeah. you know if he runs even a little bit behind himself he shouldn't be good enough fakir uh fakir is regressive as gary says uh hitman's got a hole in him bled last time fugitives a handicapper same with miller's bank then you're into fury road and he's a lot further and then you're basically by almost by process of elimination you get left with magic days who you know uh, and they said they should beat dino blue giving her four pounds dino blue since come out and won um albeit in slightly fortuitous fashion you know it's now rated a good sort of seven pounds higher than that so all of that really puts uh in in the sort of mid 150s um that if getting a nice freebie out in front could be good enough to win this race um and i just think yeah as gary says 20 to 1 in the spot i don't mind that at all it's also a, a nice each way shape to it at the moment yep definitely does have that 20s is uh, the price around for magic days um oh, after refusing to race of course officially uh, uh cheltenham um i, I probably side with fakir to Derry's here not not very original i've never been a fan of pick Dorhi. Uh, and can't stand Hitman. Don't think that's any good. And uh, Fugitive would be one I think it might give it the most to do. I do see the pace angle of Magic Days, but Fugitive got to within a length of the monster that is Il Rodoto. Um, so that's always great form. <laughs> and you can also chuckle away at me behind, uh, which is totally fine. So I'd be going with a Fakir Duderi Fugitive forecast there. And I reckon I might collect. Um, okay, we move on then to the Topham. That's at 4.05 on Friday. A um, bit of a rematch here with Jess Keel and Al Dancer going toe-to-toe again. Uh, I can see no reason, Jamie Benson, why Jess Keel will beat Al Dancer. Yeah, I mean, I, I just... If I'm honest, I put a line through both of those straight off the bat because they're just too short. <laughs> I always, <laughs> I always try and find something at a slightly bigger price, just especially yeah. at this stage. You know, near nearer the time, I might, I might look at um, at the top of the market a bit, a bit closer. But it's mostly just because I, I, I looked down the decks and I saw that, oh, sorry, the entries and I saw that Phoenix Way was here, and that was oh, where, yeah. and that was where my eyes stopped, um, <laughs> because he's down two pounds. Um, from a winning mark, he won over two and a half at Ascot, 
Um, he was, was he fourth or fifth, fifth last time out over three miles, yep. just didn't quite get home. Uh, two and a half is absolutely his trip. Um, he before that was fourth to Il Rodoto, the mighty Il Rodoto. Who's um, in this race, Jamie? Be careful <laughs> now. Um, but he's he he's since down four pounds for that. Il Rodoto's yep. up eight. He's got twelve pounds swing at the weights, um, mm. and he's a bigger price. So for me, Phoenix Way is a stonking each way bet. Um, and then Gold Gold Cup Bailey is also on the short list, but um, I can't make quite as convincing a form case in my head there. So Phoenix Way is the main selection. All right, Phoenix Way is quite a confident selection there from Jamie Benson. Yeah, I quite, fa- uh, I quite what, quietly fancy yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. The inclination in your voice is strong. Uh, the Topham uh, has a, a major fancy there. Gary, what do you like? Um, Tilda, I'd be sliding my hair. Borough Saint. Um, just look, it looks like he's been laid out for this race. Uh, decent decent enough return there behind Long, Longhouse Power up in Down Royal. Um, like he's been mixing it with decent company most of his career. Um, it's nearly two miles too short for it, isn't it? I think he's, he's speedy enough. Like he's, okay. I don't think he's a slow horse. Uh, he, he does stay, but I, I, I wouldn't say he's a plotter. And just uh, his prep for the race, I just think this has been this has been a plan. And um, he's easily the classiest in here and nice enough. He's, he's not murdered by the handicapper, so um, he'll be carrying a few of my bob. And another yep. one I liked was Celeb de Allen. Um, really nice ra- racing weight just near, near the bottom of the weights, just over 10 stone. He's carrying 10 4. Uh, ran okay at the festival, just wasn't knocked around. Um, I just think this sort of test might bring out the best in him. Um, good enough form, not too far, uh, not too long ago. So, and he's a decent enough price, about, about 25 plus on him there. So, oh, yeah, um, I think, price around. think he might go well. Yeah, he's a finger burner. That's what I call a horse like him. He burned you enough times. He's gone off <laughs> short enough for some good races. He had. Um, there was a big race in him, I think. And um, you oh yeah, know, you'll be you'll be in the poorhouse before he wins one. Or this could be the one. So um, we'll give him one more chance. Okay. Well, there is a six-year-old in here, and uh, it's the first two letters of his name are I and L, and it's Il Ridotto. Um, you got to be you got to be getting involved with that. I think even though the mark is coming up, I thought uh, Cheltenham just all happened a little bit bloody too quick for him. Um, towards the front end, got there a little bit too soon as well. Um, Cobden and Nichols, only six. This horse will still improve. And um, yeah, I do like Ilredo a lot, but I also like Al Dancer. So they'd be my two, but some fair cases made for the rest. It is a race where I could probably back five with some semblance of confidence, even knowing four of those are going to lose. Um, okay, we move on then to the Sefton Novices, the 440 on Friday. Um, interesting this because Absolute Notions is in here. With, along with Hermes Allen, um, you've got Iroko in here. Obviously, I think this would be the race they go for. There's a bit of double entrying going on here. Which way do they go with absolute notions? Do they go for the shorter trip or do they come in here? Wherever they go, Gary, I'm interested to back this horse. Yeah, look, I, I think he needs this sort of trip. Um, I, I'd probably be siding with him just because he's coming in a fresh horse after after missing the festival. Um yeah, it's a tough enough race, but if I, if I had to be nailed down to one, it would probably be him. Um, Hermes Allen, I don't know. Like I was very disappointed in the last time I thought I thought he was going to be a, a superstar. But uh, I'm assuming they all will go for the shorter race on the Saturday with Hermes Allen. That's my take. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Like it would make sense, but 
he looks a three miler to me. Um, okay. So I wouldn't be surprised if they did pitch up here, but um, yeah, just with the double entries, it, 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 it's tough to get a proper grasp on it, but absolute notions have had to be picking one. Yep, uh, I'm there. And wherever that pitches up, I will have a go at absolute notions. I don't think they went all in uh, behind Goodland at Leopardstown and then got caught out, of course, needing an extra run to go for the pipe. And I think if they come here, uh, they'll be picking up the trophy, Jamie. Yeah, I, I agree. The market seems to be suggesting that he might come here. He's starting to tighten up uh, in yep. a few places. So, um, yeah, no, very much with you. I mean, you can go back to his bumper form. And um, I got thinking about him the other day because Miss Augusta was backed from sort of a big price into nine to one and was second in a bumper at Fairy House. Um, and Absolute Notion dispatched dispatched that one uh, in a punch down bumper back in the day, uh, and then obviously yep. went on to beat Deep Cave. That was fourth of Fairy House, third behind in the pocket in that Nace race, which uh, which obviously has been spoken about at great length. Um, and yep. then that second behind Goodland, it's just absolutely gorgeous form. I love it. I love him. I'm going to back him wherever he goes. I hope it's here because I've just had some grab some last of the fives knocking about. Nice. And, you know, there is the related Hermes Allen won't turn up back for the other one. Double. Well, I think Hermes Allen could get beat wherever he goes. So, <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, absolute notions. I think I think it's three ticks, albeit not all as confident as mine. But, uh, yeah, I think absolute notions is, is made for this. I think they'll go and get their day in the sun. Uh, anything else from uh, the Friday entry that anyone wants to, to flag up, feel free. There is a conditional jockeys uh, hurdle, of course, on the card. Um, I think there's a couple over we've missed as well. Uh, Gary, did you have anything else from the Friday that was worth flagging? Uh, just in the lucky last of Soul Icon uh, was to run here. I don't think the handicap has quite caught up with him yet. Um, he's just a winning machine, this horse. He's he's won his last last five on the bounce, and I yep. think I still think there could be a bit more to come from him. So if, if he if he pitches up in the last, I'll be going with him. Okay, that's in that 5.15, that conditional jockeys race uh, that closes out the Friday card. Jamie, anything from you? Uh, no, probably not. I've got about seven that I really like in that race, so I'll wait until near the time and get properly stuck into it. I, but, you know, Phoenix Way and Captain Combi would be two of my stronger fancies of the meeting, so I'm happy enough to... And actually, I have absolute notions turns up as well. So I've got plenty of stronger fancies on the undercard. I'll get, get stuck into the, the conditional handicap hurdle nearer the time. Sure. Um, I like all your three there on that Friday. Fair play. Okay, then into Grand National Day, the Saturday, of course. Uh, the 145, look, it's not... We're pretty sure we're not going to see John Bon Jovi, of course. Um, Bambridge looks like to run the first day. St. Roi declared the first day. Uh, there won't be many left in this, Gary, <laughs> in, in the Magal novices. It might be a three or four runner field. Yeah, it's um, it, it's just going to be a walk-off for John Bond, isn't it? Um if he, he pitches, I assume he is going to, is he? Yeah, he has an entry of Punches Town as well, doesn't he? Um, yeah. Unless he sidestepped this, but yeah, you'd imagine he's going to rock up here and there's not going to be a whole lot to beat him in it. So, yeah, easy easy few Bob to play up on the national then. Okay, understood, Jamie. Yeah, awful race. Move on. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. There was a reason Dermo left out of the running order and then no reason for me to put it back in. So that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Uh, fair play to them and on. All right, 225 at Aintree on the Saturday is the handicap hurdle there. Uh, this is a hot 
race. Uh, you're looking at probably seven, eight, nine to one, even the field, perhaps, unless there's a bit of money for something at the top end. We talked about a good few of these on the podcast, of course, over the few weeks. Good time. Johnny is likely to pitch up here uh, after a challenge of success. West Balboa is in the in the list for the skeletons. Ivaldi is there after winning last time for Paul Nichols. Um, the fascinating one, I thought, was walking on air because if they get that ride again at Cheltenham, probably would have won, Gary. Yeah, he got a bit of a stinker, didn't he? Um, but he's one of those horses that, not, that seemed to be an excuse from the whole time. Um, so I wouldn't be trusting him with my, with my few bob. Uh, really tough race. I'd, I I wouldn't really be be having much of a bet on it now. But um, yeah, I'm not going to be much happy here, lads. Sorry. That's fine. Walking on there, nap of the meeting, Jamie. I mean, <laughs> I it, <laughs> I really like him. <laughs> I do. Really, I do too. <laughs> I do really fancy him. Like it, it, the the trouble I'm having here is that Good Time Johnny is only five pounds higher. Yeah. And I mean, like he he won like he did a career away with it. He won like a status hurdle horse. Yeah. That said, this is a sharper track. You know, he needed every inch and every you know degree of that hill um you, you'd hope maybe given given a better ride everyone was raving about the ride i, I wouldn't i wouldn't have been as big a fan but i don't really care because he got the job done um and uh, was what i have to off time the, the wins because otherwise i wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't be able to talk about anything but um <laughs> but uh, yeah I, I on ratings he has got every chance up only five from that one a massive price that i wouldn't ignore would be hector javelex um yep for for Charlie Longston, he was just too keen at, in in the attempts, and he basically ran no silver race as a result. Um, and I just can't help but shake the feeling that he's quite a well handicapped horse over in these conditions and um, on in a slightly less hectic race um, where 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 they go maybe slightly faster than they did at Cheltenham. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, I I, I think he's just a well handicapped horse. So Hector Javadex but I probably will end up backing walking on there for all the reasons you said as well. So there you go. I've given you three. I could give you 33. Uh, yeah. Well, I think there's still like 50 on the list, um, which is fair enough. There was, there was one longer one I wanted to mention other than walking on there, which was Stella magic, but I think they've got it entered up this week. I can't see it running. Um, they got it entered up somewhere else. I think, let me see where it's going. Um, but I do think there's, there's definitely room in this horse. It's entered at Taunton, on Thursday and Aintree on Saturday. So, you know, hopefully the owners are pushing to go to the right one. They will need a few to come out. I think they need six or seven to come out to get in here for Philip Hobbs and uh, Johnson White. But if it does go there, that'll be a big price. And I'll be playing that along with Walker on there, who to me does look very, very interesting in that race. Um, minefield, of course, as you would expect. What about the Mersey novices hurdle? Uh, we already talked about absolute notions and Hermes Allen. There is possibility evil running here. Also mentioned in the pocket, and you wear it well. Opportunity for both of them to run in here. Um, what do we think of this, Gary? Because we don't know who's going to pitch up. What would you go with if you did know? That's it. Yeah, in the pocket, I like him uh, here if he runs, but if, he, if he's out on the Thursday, we don't know Hermes Allen. Um, I'd probably be willing to forgive him the last time. But as you said, yeah, lots of double entries here, so I'm not really sure. One, one that looks to be running here is Authorised Speed. Um, yeah. Like, again, same as Bozen. It was the same day at Sandown, just the more stable. Um, they all came back, um, scoped bad after it, so he blew out on that, just just crossed the line for that, came back at the same course. Um, 
weren't, weren't readily enough and sidestepped the festival to come here. And um, yeah, really like the horse. I think it'll go well. Yep. Uh, echo that. Authorised speed. Very interesting there for the Moors. It looks does look like this will be where they go. Um, and uh, right back at form at Sandown Pre-Festival. Uh, Jamie, what do you like? Yeah, I mean, similar views, really. It, I'd love to see in the pocket here. Um, I think he'd probably win Irish Point. Um, this is his only entry entry. Um, yep. And his his form is just mad, mad good, especially that uh, the Royal Bond form with Marin National um, is, is mighty. So I'd be really keen on him if he turned up. Uh, and yeah, the outsider's authorised speed, also the softer it gets, I'd say that, that won't inconvenience him at all. Um, you know, these authorised do, do quite like it soft. So yeah, nothing really more to add. Um, I'd love to see Irish Point again, just because I, I really like him as a horse. Fair enough. Irish Point is in there for Gordon Elliott, currently around 7, 8 to 1 uh, for the Mersey Novices Head of the Grade 1, 3 o'clock on Saturday. Uh, keep an eye on authorised speed as well. I think that's a fair shout, assuming... Hermes Animal go here and lots of people want to take it on. So that's going to be a vibrant market. Um, okay, the 335 is the Liverpool hurdle. Um, everybody will know what I'm going to tip here, so I'll save it till last. <laughs> Gary, what do you like? Um, yeah, good race this one. And um, Tiupo, for me, I think he ran well. But on a Should have won the stairs, no? He should have won the stairs, but was that not one of the most disgraceful decisions overturning the Stewart's decision on the day? Um, yeah. Based purely on they just like the connections of Drashel Dasher more. That's the only <laughs> reason that I can think to, to reverse that. But um, yeah, he was probably unlucky. Um, we know Davey probably wasn't riding to the best of his powers one arm for the, the week. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, if he wasn't messed about with Drashel Dasher, he would have went closer. He would have just got away from uh, Sorry de Borle, I think, and and held on. So I'm willing to give him another chance. He, like, I wasn't sure he'd stay the trips. No issue there now. And um, yeah, he, I think he'd be very tough to be here. Yeah, um, he will be, I think. Uh, Tiupu is currently sharing favouritism in the early markets with Marie's Rock, who blew out at the festival. But um, yeah, it'd have to be hard to argue that she she won't improve for, for three mile and Aintree. Uh, fascinating race, Jamie, what do you reckon? Well, I mean, I'm going to side with the one to it. Cheltenham because you you it's purely on price grounds really because you you, yeah. you go down the market here and it's Marie's Rock beaten at Cheltenham Tihupu beaten at Cheltenham uh, Florian Porter beaten at Cheltenham Champ who knows what a horse he is anymore home by Lee beaten at Cheltenham and then you get to Side de Burley who won the stairs hurdle and then won also won this last year and then yeah. Dashiell Drasher who was second in it and I just think well that's the one two again um, you know. Don't com- overcomplicate your lives, lads. Um, Dashiell Drasher would have probably won if it was half a furlong less. Um, it wasn't. Side of Berlay won. I think that that's the one too again. Um, but you're about to tell me why I've not mentioned the likely winner. Yeah, I wish I could build a really convincing case. <laughs> I'm going to struggle. Um, <laughs> but 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 Time Hill is is coming back from fences to come back to the scene of his greatest day. Uh, for the Hobbs and Johnson White team. And uh, they're going to have a crack at this, which I think makes a hell of a lot of sense. Uh, nothing went right for it, it at Cheltenham, and uh, that's happened plenty of times to it in the past. And, uh, yeah, I don't, how many more days can I give this? This is probably the last go, isn't it, Gary, you think? 
I'm amazed I've given him one more chance here. He's just... I can't help it. Like, it's in my DNA. <laughs> He's a very forgiving man, Dino. It's why I keep allowing, yeah. he keeps allowing me back on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if he runs up to the level that he can run, um, I, I, I think he's probably the best in here. Assuming that Florian Porter won't, I think he's the best. On what on what basis can you have him as the best in this race? Like he's 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 just not. Yeah, yeah, you're letting the you're letting the heart overrule the head here, Dino. Just one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Take off the rubber like, tinted glasses. He's nowhere near the best in this field. Like I don't know. Um, you take Florian Porter out, he would have won what a couple of stairs hurdles, and yeah, I think he's already won this. So yeah, how many how many, how many attempts have you won, mate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah look I, I can't do anything else but but go for time hill i do think tiupu would be my pick if there was no time hill here and that's you know that's i thought it should have won the stairs i understand jamie's view there as well and marie's rock i've always been a massive fan I, yeah i just think she'll find one or two too good um especially after blowing out of cheltenham so there's plenty of questions to answer uh, i'd love to say time hill skip cheltenham for this <laughs> unfortunately if you go and watch the real wacker race it ran um, all right, let's move on. Uh, that's fascinating, Liverpool hurdle. Uh, all, all, of course, uh, the starters and uh, the mains before the dessert, which is the Aintree Grand National 5.15 on Saturday. Uh, we've got a bit of time to go through this, lads. I could probably come up with 10, but I would say it's one of the, the, one of the best quality uh, Grand Nationals uh, we've seen for a long time, as it continues to become, Gary, because it turned it into a glorified uh, you know, fixed brush hurdle race. But it, it is still fascinating. Yeah, like you can say what you want. It's it's not the race it was. Defense is like this, defense is that. It's still probably one of the best viewing races of the whole calendar. Um, regardless, it's just a spectacle. Oh, yeah. Like um, and it this this year, it's 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 just a high class race. It's it's no longer full of full of rags. Everything um, everything's there on merit and. Yeah, it's just it's just a cracking room, I think. It's like a veteran's gold cup over an extra kind of six and a bit furlongs or something, isn't it? Yeah. Which is great. Yeah, it's a good way to put it as far as yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> what wins it, Gary? A veteran's gold, a veteran's gold cup won by an eight year old novice last year. <laughs> um Yeah, fair enough. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Not quite an eight-year-old novice, but I'm going to go with a seven-year-old to win it this year. Now, really Ooh. sweet on Capadano here. Um, I tried to second-guess Willie Mullins now. I thought this would be a Gold Cup horse, and it looks like everything's geared towards a, a national um, a national target with him. So, it just, it just since, his, since his novice days, he's just screamed stamina to me, really, and... Um, he hasn't been tested stamina wise since uh, probably his run behind Bob Ollinger. Um, re- really put him in my notebook and uh, I've been following, following him since. Now, he won at the Punchestown Festival there last year. Didn't see him at all until February, where he he, he came forth behind Janadil in the, the Red Mills chase. But from what I hear, like he, he wasn't really even back in Clan Sutton that long before he was he was running there. So um that was purely just to to uh, to get a run into him. I thought he would go to Gold Cup. Obviously this is the plan. Um just really like his profile. He, he's a he's a classy horse and this type of test I think will suit him really well. Um and he's one of the the horses we did say a veteran's chase. This one's certainly not a veteran. Um there's a there's lots of improvement to come from him and um 25 to 1 i can see there been a real plunge on him on the day and he, he could go off single figures um really like him 
Yeah, do you know, I would have almost glossed over the fact he's in the race because we've always thought of him as surely not a national horse. Like, they would be going for uh, bigger targets. Finished fourth, what, in Lompress's RSA, um, beat Lifetime Ambition, who I think is an outside poke for this um, this time around. And then that one run. Uh, yeah, do you know what? It's a, that's a fascinating shout. 160, though. I mean, the weights don't really matter in the national anymore, Gary. Ah, they still do. They still, like... Um, that's how Noble Yates well, his best handicapped horse in years uh, beat 92nd now so don't be saying that to Ted Walsh um, you'll have your head in its <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah uh, I'm just throwing bombs here like you know <laughs> just, just letting it go um, yeah okay I mean look it used to be the Grand National for me always used to be go find 11 stone in the weights draw a line cross everything above and then work your way down but if you do that now you will miss at least a lot of the placed horses that's a fact just because the way the race has changed yeah, like it, 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 it's a totally different race the, the, this time. So, like anything, eleven stone plus can win this race. It's um, and it, if you're taking anything above eleven stone, you're taking out a lot of classy horses. So, um, I'd be I'd be throwing that model in the bin now. Yeah, yeah, it does feel that way for sure. Well, Capadano of one sixty, eleven stone five, only seven, one run since um, well, since April twenty twenty two. Um, that'd be some that'd be some move I can I, I can totally see where you're coming from uh, Capadano for Gary and it's still a big price 20s and, and, and bigger around Jamie let's go through the national we'll do if I can get off mute uh, so Capadano was on was on my long list mostly as a function of being burnt by having taken that anti-post positions all year long on him in the, mm. in the gold cup <laughs> so uh, it would be there's pro- compensation there at twenty to one. You don't yeah, need to. You know, I might get... just have a saber yeah. just in case. But um, yeah, he was on the on the on the long list. As was Galvin, as was uh, Dunboyne and Durasso. However, I've I've I've, land, I've landed on two um, as my sort of my my two to recommend the two when my granny asked me what are you backing that I'm going to tell her the, yeah. those two. Um, yeah. My second, I'm going to, I'm going to go full uh, full X Factor and tell you what my second one is and then tell you my main pick. Okay. All right. <laughs> because we're 53 minutes in and that's exactly what people want. More delays. Yeah, exactly so, what they want. So the judge's house is staged. information that they don't want anyway. Um, so, uh, my, so the one, one, one I'm going for is um, Ain't That a Shame, who uh, had his max charm form boosted Um at Ferry House last time, came out and beat Sir Bob really quite nicely. That was off mark of one three five. Uh, he admittedly only beat Max Charm off level weights, but he runs off uh, one four six here, which is only two pounds higher than when he was fourth in the Paddy Power. That's the race that Manila Times was second in. Uh, it's not exactly state. It's not exactly you know. Um, the most ingenious of views to suggest that the Paddy Power is probably quite good form, but you know Panda Boy was was third in that. He, he came out and ran well in the Irish National. Uh, Deal Kerr, um, admittedly, uh, didn't quite bank that up at Punchstown, but is a very good yardstick himself. So either way, all that form feels absolutely rock solid. Uh, he's like I say, he's only up two pounds for that. He's an improving horse. Uh, he is. Uh, nine-year-old now, I think. Yeah, nine-year-old. Yep. Uh, runs off 10-5. All of it points to a massive run um, for him. But the one I, I've landed on as my winner in a roundabout way, um, I've tried to talk myself out of him, but I've uh, taken the plunge. And Longhouse Poet, um, I'm, I'm trying to erase memories of him travelling the winner last year and then just not quite getting home. Um, 
but Martin Brazel did a really inter- interesting interview on Luck on Sunday um, where he basically was asked, what's the difference this year? Why will he stay this year? And he said last year he just got so carried away enjoying himself and then quietly mentioned, as did the lad on top. Um, poor, <laughs> poor old, poor old Dara Keith taking on water there. Um, yeah. You know, that's the Martin Brazel version of... Um, of John Gosden calling calling Frankie Frankie a useless so and so. So um <laughs> JJ Slevin's been on him um the last three times. I wonder whether he gets him out again, but you suspect he'll be more quietly ridden. Uh, he's off the exact same mark of one five four uh sorry one five five as last year. And he uh you know he's a Thiestes winner. He's a very similar profile to um number six Valverde who won one for Martin Brazel. Admittedly, that was after he won the Thiestes, whereas this is the season after. But, you know, he won that off one four five. absolutely gagged up beating Franco Deport. He is admittedly £10 higher, but that shouldn't stop him. And I just I just think everything is bang there for him to run a monster race. Yeah. I, I've struggled to, to disagree with you. And the, this thing is, I just if I watched last year's race and then I hear your explanation, I feel better about it. If I hadn't heard your explanation there and what Martin Bradford <laughs> said, I'd be like, just not going to get home and something will do it. But um, he's always been a, a national type and campaigned with only this race in mind, clearly, even though they go to Danborough and get uh, a win under the belt once the weights were out. JJ Slevin on board this year, it looks like, instead of Derek Keith. And um, yeah, why not? I mean, it's still a fair price as well, Jamie. And I'm a big fan of Ain't That a Shame as well. I had it down for my one of my Irish national pokes, but they're coming here. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, that Max Charm form obviously looks better. Uh, I'm going to throw something out to the pair of you before um, I go through my very long list of fancies for this race. But Corrett's Rambler is just supremely well handicapped. Why won't that just win off 10 stone 5, Gary? It's just a style of racing, isn't it? Because um, he's mm. going to be just ridden, ridden cold out the back. So uh, he'll probably be a hostile to fortune somewhat. Like he, he's chucked in, but um, he's going to need a lot of luck from how he's going to be ridden. And um, you're going to need a lot, of, a lot of luck. I'm going to need a, a lot of a bigger price. So uh, that that fair enough. Me off. That's fair enough. Uh, Jamie, echo that. I mean, is this not the, 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 the simplest thing in the world that he's obviously got to go well? That running style is a big thing now in the National with the way that these fences set up. Though. Yeah, spot on. Um, I completely agree. I, I, it's very hard to put together a form case why he shouldn't be the price he is. Um, but just one, I wouldn't be in the, the, the mind. I just, do you know what? I was just about to say, I wouldn't be in the mind to take six to one about a Grand National favourite. And I realised I was taking eight to one about Rory McIlroy in a hundred runner field. So, <laughs> Jesus, yeah, look at yourself, Benson. No, uh, it's exactly the same run style. It, 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 there's lots, a lot that needs to go right for him to win, um, which as a short price fav, you don't really want that um, question mark hanging over you. Yep. Okay. Um, when I was looking at this race a few weeks ago, I thought the Milos was an obvious standout and at a good price of 10 stone 11. Of course, won the, the Hennessy being remastered, then had a bit of a prep uh, behind Empire Steel. I do think you could back a lot of worse ones than that eight-year-old who will get home and enjoy this for the Skeltons. Um, I do think he's interesting. Longhouse Poet is obviously interesting. A lot of people talking about lifetime ambition now uh, for Jessica Harrington, but I think if Capadano runs this race, uh, they won't be too close to each other. So that means Capadano has to go on the mixer. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to throw a few quid at a few wild ones here. And, you know, Nicky Henderson's never won the Grand National. Um, I, I put Mr. Coffee in there. Imagine if that horse won the Grand Jeez. National. There'd be peas and carrots everywhere. <laughs> Imagine. There, there would be one person, you know, feeling very smug with themselves. It's probably me. 
um, I, I will give Mr. Coffee an outside chance there. And you'll have uh, your time Hill, Mr. Coffee double running up as well. Imagine that. In the household. And Camprond. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the, the day Hobbsy gets a double at Aintree and Henderson uh, lands a Grand National and I'm on. You should, you should, do, you should do treble all of them to come second. <laughs> oh my God. Actually, that's, that's interesting. That is interesting. I don't know how that, you that could but... well happen. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, it does look a super high quality renewal. I think Gary's put the most interesting case forward for, for Capadano because I honestly would have just forgotten it was in the race thinking that either it won't run, they've only ended it for the crack. But if this is the plan, Gary, that, you're probably right. That probably is a plunge. Yeah, most definitely. Today at a race, like that's, I'd be amazed if he went off any bigger than 12. Okay, okay, fascinating. Um, yeah, and the other one, I was... Love to mention it was Delta Work and a very similar in the Longhouse Poet Camp. And that if you watch last year's race, maybe just going to find one or two too good. No one has mentioned Noble Yates. Can uh, can Emmett Mullins do this again, Gary? Yeah, certainly can. Um, like he he was a really good winner last year. He ran a ran a probably a, a perfect trial for this in the Gold Cup. The way he finished out his race there, um, he's look, improved. Yeah, look every yard of the trip. He he's, he is a proper graded horse. Um, Big jump in the weights now. You probably have any second now. Should turn around the form, you'd imagine. Um, yeah. But yeah, you can't you can't knock him. Like he, he, he'd be he'd be hard to keep out of placings anyway. Um, but yeah, anything can win this. You know, it's like uh, you, could, you could name another ten, and they could make a case for him as well. And um, yeah, I wouldn't be leaving him out of any any exactors, trifectas, anything like that. Fair enough. Final question then before I move on from the Grand National and get the naps for uh, the weekend is what goes off favourite in the Grand National? My view would be it will be Noble Yates. What do you think, Gary? Um, Corrick Rambler. Corrick Rambler, okay. Jamie? Corrick Rambler slash maybe whatever Rachel Blackmore rides. Mm. Which I'm trying, she could I'm be on Ain't That a Shame, no? Yeah. Mm, yeah, no, that wouldn't go off. Uh, yeah, probably Corrick Rambler. Um I'm trying. I'm okay. just desperately trying. I I really want to say any second now, but I just don't think so. No, I don't think. I so. think I think he'll come um, with support though, um, for sure. Okay. Imagine Capadano goes off favour after Gary <laughs> Paul Townend on it, and no. everyone's just remembering the Irish Nationals <laughs> only last week. Um, that that could definitely happen. Okay. All right. We've gone through three days there. Um, I think we've we've narrowed down the field somewhat. Can we narrow it down further to the best bet of the three days, Gary? You can go first. We'll go with Capadano. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. oh there you go. <laughs> Why not? Napping Why up not in the napping? National. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Perfect. Uh, Jamie, off you go. Uh, it was, you almost told me into saying Phoenix Way, but I'm going to say Captain Combi in the yep. 220 on Friday. Lovely. Lovely, lovely. Okay. And uh, yeah, and look, this this is going to win, right? So don't be don't be put off by the price. Um, Shishkin in the uh, Aintree Bowl is uh, is a certainty. So I, like, I always like to end with one of those. That'll do me. Um, and Mr. Coffee each way in the National. Why not? I'm the host. I can have two. Uh, my thanks go to Jamie Benson and Gary Connolly for joining us on the race. I, of course, brought to you with bookmakers.com and the tote.co.uk. Do get involved with the 500k guarantee play spots, of course, every day of the Aintree Festival. There's also the Beat Benson Tournament's last chance to get into that Sandown um, finale where there's 25k in the pot if you can beat Jamie here. And, of course, Tote Fantasy every day. I'll be trying to win it. 
Um, best of luck to you, lads. Best of luck to all our listeners. And uh, you've been listening to the Entry Pod. Thanks to Jamie and Gary. We'll talk to you all soon. You're listening to The Race Hour, proudly brought to you in association with The Tote. Check out The Tote this jump season and find out what you've been missing.